It's snack time. I'm your host, Marno, and joining us today is my friend, Julia, who is sharing her snack, Ben and Jerry's Half-Baked Ice Cream. Hi, Julie. How are you? Hello. I'm doing super well. I'm excited to be here. Excited for you to be here as well. <laughs> I wear that in like the weirdest. We're already off to a fantastic start. <laughs> Snackers. So Julia lives in Arizona and both of us like completely forgot that we're on t- different time zones right now because, you know, <laughs> Arizona does their own thing with not doing the time change. So she was like, okay, I'm ready at 1030. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> It's 11.30 where she is. And, like, we plan to start at 11. I was just so, from the start, we've just, (laughs) it's already been a day. (laughs) But I'm so excited for you to be here, for you to be back. And for the snackers who haven't listened to your opinions on snacks before, we've got to know. Are you a salty or sweet snacker? So we <laughs> coming in hot. Not even a doubt in my mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, just sweets for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think anyone that is just like even a vague acquaintance of yours will probably be able to somehow tell that you are a sweet snacker. Oh, um, for sure. I mean, if like dinner is canceled, fine. Give me dessert. <laughs> like I can't, yeah. I can manage without dinner, but if I have to go to bed without having something sweet, like forget about it, you know, forget about it, <laughs> forget about it. <laughs> and one of the sweet snacks that I know you absolutely love. And I feel like so many times that I've hung out with you, we've gotten this snack because you love it so much and that is ice cream and I think like famously we will with our group of friends choose oftentimes I'd say even more than going to an actual ice cream shop we will choose to go to like a grocery store or a convenience store and each get ourselves like a little pint of ice cream and you know, before COVID times, we might like get a scoop of someone else's, do like some tradesy scoops going on. And Ben and Jerry's is so convenient because they're, they're little tubs of ice cream are the perfect size. They even have the like ultra mini ones. If you're like really trying to have, like those ones are more my vibe. Cause I'm usually like, can only do so much sweet, you know? But, um, yeah, I know you love ice cream. Oh, so, yeah. like, just tell tell us about, like, what is it about ice cream? We'll get into specifically Ben and Jerry's Half-Baked, but, like, I know just ice cream as a whole is, like, part of who you are. For sure. I mean, it's just so, like, refreshing. Even the, like, heaviest of ice creams is still really cold, so it's refreshing. And something about that cold creaminess especially if there's like chunks of something in it. Oh, so (laughs) good. I think that since quarantine began last year, I think Max and I have had ice cream at least five nights a week after dinner. (laughs) Like it's, I mean, 
if there's ice cream in the fridge, it's like, I mean, if it's there, I'm going to have it after dinner. There's no like thought process of, you know, I had ice cream three night for three nights in a row. Should I have it? It's like, obviously I'm happy. You know? <laughs> and something funny that happened is Max and I actually just like joined a gym because, nice. you know, things are starting to get better around here. And we had to do this like onboarding session with this trainer, which <laughs> I was very opposed to, but they were like, no, you have to do it. And I was like, okay. And they like, do all this stupid stuff that I'm, I'm just not interested in. Like, I don't want to know my numbers. That's yeah. not interesting to me. Like I work out, like I joined this gym because they have yoga classes that are outside. That's yeah. what I want to do. I'm not interested in like knowing my body percent. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Well, and, and like the BMI is such bullshit. I, mean, I totally feel the you like BMI. you just want to feel good. Like you I just want to move and feel good. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy was like, I think we could, I think you could gain about 15 pounds of muscle. <laughs> That's a lot like, of work. We're on very different. Uh, you and I have very different ideas of, about what me working out is going to look like, sir. <laughs> I like plan for, on being here maybe once you, a week. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Does he want you to become a bodybuilder? Yeah. He was like, I mean, weights are really your way to go. And I'm like, I mean, sir, let's be honest. <laughs> this is really not for me. Um, so anyway, he like took us, so he took Max and I back into like his office and he's going over our numbers and our our goals. And I'm like, well, whose goals are these? Because I don't really have these similar goals. And he's like, so what kind of diet are you guys having? And Max and I are like, uh, you know, we eat food and he's like, okay. And like, are you guys eating pretty healthy? And we were like, I mean, yeah, but I mean, we definitely eat our fair share of like ice cream. And Max and I are like yeah. going for like, ha ha ha. He's like, I mean, having ice cream once a week is totally fine on a cheat day. And I was like, first of all, I don't know what a cheat day is because I eat whatever the hell I want every day. Yeah. Second of all, I have ice cream at least five nights a week. <laughs> so, <laughs> and he's like, oh my God. And then worse. He's like, you could just follow my diet No, is a really good way. And he shows us, he has like stacked like five different Tupperware <gasps> containers of just chicken and rice. And then he tells us no. he doesn't eat vegetables. He takes them as a supplement. No, 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 no. I like eating vegetables. I do too. But I also <laughs> like my why freaking did... ice cream. I know, but it's just like, why would he choose that? It was like so bad it was such a bad introduction to like joining the workout community again because I was like oh this is why I hate gyms like I'm not I just want to do yoga I don't care about this stuff I don't care about I don't I I just don't care it's not I'm not interested in being on any kind of plan where I have to like think about what I'm eating like I'll (laughs) eat what's convenient (laughs) right (laughs) and like to for him to just like tell you that your goal is going to be to gain 15 pounds of muscle and then suggest that you eat his diet of basically only chicken and rice, which I'm sure the chicken is like breast meat, no seasoning, no seasoning, plain rice, like literally not a single seasoning has been dropped on any of his food. No, it just was like, I'm sorry. Like, and he like, and he was, he was one of these guys that looks like, 
300 pounds of muscle. And I'm like, you and I are very, <laughs> I'm not really <laughs> feeling this look for me. Like Snaggers. this is not my goal. <laughs> Snaggers, if you have never seen Julia, she is the tiniest woman you've ever seen. Like, I mean, I wouldn't say that. A, well, you're just a very, just petite lady. And <laughs> I'm not a bodybuilder. Yeah, and I'm not to, to suggest that she's going to be a bodybuilder. It's like comical. And he thought that was like a very like normal thing for like a young woman who's just trying to like do some yoga, like a, a good request to be like 15 pounds of muscle. Like we can make that happen. Like, oh, <laughs> Sounds good, sir. <laughs> I wonder what his plan for you, like, if you were like, oh, that sounds great. Like, how much, I wonder, would he have had you work start working out, like, every week? I mean, he was like, I mean, you guys will be in the gym, like, four nights a week at least, right? And I was like, um, yeah. Um, I've been, like, once a week for the yoga class. That's yeah. it. Um, but he, like... I mean, if this is any indication indication of what he wanted, first of all, his suggestion was 15 pounds of muscle, which I was like, okay. And then he was like, that means you got to be aiming for like a hundred grams of protein a day. And I was like, what does that even mean? Like a small little chicken breast is like 20 grams of protein. So like, <laughs> so like so oh five, my God. five small chicken breasts a day. And I was like, oh, honey, I mean... <laughs> Does che- do Cheez-Its have protein? Because, like, Cheez-Its. <laughs> that's kind of, you know, I'm not going to come home after school and be like, what's a good afternoon snack? I'll just have a chicken breast. Yeah, I mean, what? I'm just not interested in the, like, gains protein life. Sounds like a lot of stress. And I think it's great for people that are interested in that. Yeah. But it's not for me. I'm not interested. <laughs> Give me my ice cream. <laughs> ice cream and yoga i feel like ben and jerry's too is like very much on brand with a yoga kind of lifestyle i think yes like just their whole vibe which i want to get into in this episode because ben and jerry's as a company is actually so fucking cool yeah. Um, they're very like philanthropic. They're always on the pulse of like social justice issues. They're very outspoken. Um, and they make freaking good ice cream, including the, I think it's like the ultimate Ben and Jerry's flavor half baked, which is what we're talking about today. And so to start us off and to kind of give a baseline for the snackers who have yet to have this delicious delectable treat which is the ben and jerry's half-baked ice cream i wanted to go to their website and read like their official description i also have also on their uh official website eight fun facts you didn't know about half-baked which i want to read later like the fact that ben and jerry's has an article on their own website with fun facts about this flavor i think speaks to how iconic they even know this flavor is um we'll also read the ice cream and activism filmed filled history of ben and jerry's from thrillist.com so a lot to a lot to read in this episode but i'm really excited and let's get started with just the description that ben and jerry's has for half-baked 
It is chocolate and vanilla ice creams mixed with gobs of chocolate chip cookie dough and fudge brownies. They have a five-star rating on their website. Um, just, I mean, I'm sure there's more ratings and reviews on other websites, but on their own, they have 1,876 reviews. I mean, I feel like that's a lot for, like, an ice cream brand's <laughs> website. Like, that many people went to their website to write a review. Like, they felt that strongly about it. Um, I'm going to write a review right after this. <laughs> Perfect. Put a link to this um, podcast episode for people to listen to. I will. I certainly will. <laughs> so they have a little description is like underneath that that says, Ben and Jerry's is proud to partner with fellow B Corps, Grayston and Rhino Bakeries to bring you Half-Baked. The incredible stories behind both the fudge brownies and cookie dough make this a flavor that not only tastes good, but does good. Wait, what? So even the cookies, cookie dough and fudge brownies are, what? Okay, what? They don't have any more information about that. Let's, well, B Corp's Grayston and Rhino Bakeries. Mm-hmm. Are those just like local? I guess find a delivery <clears throat> partner. How? Well, so it says values-led sourcing. So those companies must be non-GMO, fair trade, caring dairy, cage-free eggs. And then it says Grayston Brownies, which maybe that, I'm going to click on that. And responsibly sourced packaging. So Grayston, oh, they have a page on their website. Great brownies with a greater good mission. The brownies, the wonderfully fudgy brownies that we use in our ice cream come from New York's Grayston Bakery, where producing scrumptious baked goods is part of their greater mission to provide jobs and training to low-income residents of Yonkers, New York. If you've ever enjoyed our chocolate fudge brownie or half-baked ice cream flavors, then you've already had a taste of Grayston's greatness. We first tried their incredible brownies back in the late 1980s, and we've been ordering tons of them ever since. But out-of-this-world treats are only part of what makes this bakery so special. History of Grayston, founded in 1982 as a social enterprise by aeronautical engineer turned Buddhist monk, Bernie Glassman, Grayston Bakery is a committed is as committed to providing jobs and job training for individuals who face barriers to employment as it is to crafting award-winning gourmet baked goods. Ben Cohen and Bernie Glassman met back in 1987, and a year later, Grayston began providing Ben and Jerry's delicious brownies for some of our most popular flavors. It's like it was meant to be. Grayston, oh, through their groundbreaking open-door hiring policy, anyone who wants a job at Grayston is given the chance to work, regardless of educational background, work history, or past social barriers such as incarceration, homelessness, or drug use. There are no background checks and no pre-screening of any kind. When a position becomes available, the next person on the waiting list gets in. No questions asked. I'm going to cry right now. That's incredible. That is really cool. (laughs) Wow. This episode? What? Who knew? Okay. it, It goes on. A different business model. They have a favorite saying at Grayson Bakery. We don't hire people to bake brownies. We bake brownies to hire people. Like Ben and Jerry's, founder Bernie Glassman believes that business success and social progress go hand in hand. 
A certified B Corp and New York State's first benefit corporation, Grayson has become a role model for companies looking to do more for their communities. Profits from the bakery help support its parent organization, the nonprofit Grayson Foundation, which provides childcare, housing, healthcare, job training, a computer learning center, and more for low-income people in the community of Yonkers. That's really cool. Okay, this page goes on and on to just talk about some of the incredible employees they have, the location. Um, So if you guys are interested, definitely just visit Ben and Jerry's website and they have a page on Grayson Bakery and wow. Will you feel so good buying a pint of Ben and Jerry's, especially one that uses the Grayson Bakery baked goods? And you can even on their website, Grace and Bakery, they like they'll ship to anywhere. You can buy wow. their cookies and brown or brownies, sorry, yeah. and they'll ship. Wow. Wow. Okay. Grace and Bakery gotta support. So by eating ice cream, I'm <laughs> contributing to saving the world. Yes. Um wow. <laughs> I think I really good about that. Yeah, everyone really needs to get on board with Ben and Jerry's now. They also have a ton of different um like alternatives to ice like traditional ice cream. They have yogurt, they have different types of milk they use. So, you know, there's something for everyone. If you like ice cream, there is a Ben and Jerry's flavor for you. Um but why for you? is half-baked the one like what makes her the girl your go-to gal when it comes to ben and jerry's ice cream i think that it's because i've always i've always liked dough Mm -hmm. you know like baking i liked baked i like baked goods a lot but i think i like the dough even more (laughs) Like I'm the, I'm that bitch licking the brownie spoon and I'm the one like eating cookie dough. And everyone's like, you're going to get salmonella. And I'm like, ah, we'll see. Um. <laughs> well, okay. So like sneak peek for you, but for snackers, this episode has already come out by the time Julia's episode comes out, this one. But Kevin and I talked about the like break and bake dough. You know, the ones that are just like, yes, just, it comes on in a little tray. Pillsbury. Like, all of theirs now, I'm pretty sure all of theirs, are, like, ready to eat because they use pasteurized eggs and, like, oh, pasteurized flour or, like, cooked flour. Or, like, you know, it's it's safe so you won't get salmonella. And so we were talking about that. And I was just reflecting that that was, like, a new experience for me because someone, as someone who's been allergic to eggs, I've never eaten raw dough because it always has raw eggs. So, like, I'd have, like, a severe severe allergic reaction because raw eggs, like, in that form is what I'm, like, most allergic to because I can have eggs as well as long as they're, like, cooked all the way. But so, like, I don't, particularly like ever crave cookie dough i think it's good especially in ice cream i've always liked it in ice cream because it's always been you know not raw eggs when they put it for ice cream but like it's i think i'm missing the like nostalgia factor as an adult eating cookie dough but yeah half baked is another story though because with ice cream now that yeah the chewiness and it's like not like i really like 
like cookie dough ice cream is fine. It's mm-hmm. a fine option. I will eat it. Um, but I don't like, sometimes the cookie dough feels so like chunky and frozen and like not mm-hmm. real. And the cookie dough and half baked is so soft and gooey. Well, it's and because like, you're being a good person by eating it. I exactly. Think. <laughs> exactly. It's rewarding you. It's rewarding. It's the you. good karma. Exactly. Um, and so, and then like brownie dough, like kind of, I think the brownie one is like the one that's half baked. It's like not mm-hmm. fully and it's kind of mushy. Mm. But what I love about it, like the most is that you have these like dough kind of, you know, pieces from the, the brownie and the cookie, but then mm-hmm. it's swirled with vanilla and chocolate ice cream. Cause like, I'm like not the biggest vanilla ice cream person. And so for cookie dough ice cream, it's always like, I mean, unless my bite has cookie dough in it, it's just vanilla ice cream, right? Right. But with half baked. And like for some reason, a vanilla chocolate swirl Mm -hmm. brings out, it's it kind of creates a different flavor. It's almost like a malty, chocolatey, like because the vanilla has like a bit of it, it, I don't know how to describe it, but it has a taste that really brings out the chocolate. Yep. It almost well, tastes like a milkshake. Something it's that so I good. learned recently is red velvet is chocolate flavored with vanilla. I oh. did not know that until literally I was watching like a baking show the other day and they're like, okay, so for this red velvet, like, and they said it so matter-of-factly that I was like, am I so stupid that I didn't know this? Like, does everyone know this? But it's a chocolate cake, like a chocolate batter, but flavored with vanilla and then with red icing. I mean, red uh, food coloring. Yeah, I think I did know it was chocolate, but I didn't know that there was vanilla, vanilla. in it. Yeah, me neither. Well, no, I thought it was I just like-, like a different type of chocolatey flavor but I guess it's like the vanilla interacting with the chocolate that makes it that special red velvet I feel like when I worked at Starbucks back to Starbucks (laughs) when I worked at Starbucks I feel like there for the hot chocolate I feel like there was a little bit of vanilla in it and just a little bit I mean do you know what I love like whipped cream with a hot chocolate and that's vanilla you know yeah like makes sense yeah it that vanilla just really, it, I don't know what it is, but it's just like a little, I don't know. It's really good. Yeah. So. I mean, I so agree with you on the like chocolate and vanilla ice cream swirled, like a classic soft serve swirl in a cone. So like, good. Is that just perfection? Like realized you're out you know, wherever you are out in the hot summer sun and you go up to a window of a soft serve shop or wherever you are, Disneyland, you might say. I've been <laughs> thinking about Disneyland a lot lately as the weather heats up. And I'm like, wow, it's so nice to be outside. Yes. <laughs> but a chocolate and vanilla swirl cone from wherever you get it is just so perfect. Can I tell you something? I'm not the biggest soft serve person. Oh my. Well. I I like chunk, like chunky. Yeah, if I'm going to do soft, I want yeah. gelato. You know, I like the richness. It's lighter. Yeah. I don't like the lightness. I think what I love the most about soft serve that I don't get with, like, don't get me wrong. I love regular ice cream. <laughs> I obviously eat regular ice cream more than soft serve, but I think that kind of 
goes into the soft serve like it's a special treat because you can't just pull it out of your freezer you know right but I think the softness of soft serve I love that I can just lick it and be eating it because sometimes my teeth are a little sensitive and so with regular ice cream like it might hurt to like bite it I mean I guess if I'm eating with a spoon I never really bite it but if you're eating off a cone that is it's harder true. to lick when there's, especially when there's chunks. And then you're just kind of like using your lips to like <laughs> scoop it off, you know? And it's like, it's like it goes, the classic, like you, like you suck it yeah. and it like falls out. <laughs> it's happened to me before. You just walk along. Because like when ice cream falls on the ground, if you don't have napkins, it's like oh. And I feel like if you're, especially if you're eating ice cream with a cone, like you're walking. Like yeah, how many you times have you do sat anything. down with a cone of ice cream? That's I've never thought about that. If yeah, you- like you, you walk, you walk with that cone, <laughs> you walk with that cone, and if you spill anything, uh, the birds are gonna get really fat. I guess I don't know. <laughs> How did we even get on this? It's a soft serve. But bringing it back to the chocolate and vanilla of it all, I agree. Because vanilla by itself is kind of just like, why? Like, why even bother? Chocolate by itself is good, but it's kind of that thing where sometimes it gets to be too much. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I need some variation. So, yeah, the chocolate and vanilla together, already great. Then you add mm-hmm. the cookie dough and the fudge brownie and the variation in bites, which you kind of touched on, is something that I really love about, first of all, ice cream that has kind of like multiple flavors, but especially Ben and Jerry's because they do it so well. They know how to balance the flavors perfectly so you can do one or the other in this kind of a mix of stuff, but then you can get a scoop that has everything and it is perfection. I think that's, I've never thought about that, but I think that's why I've always been attracted to like chonky ice cream, <laughs> like with a lot of different things. Yeah. Cause I'm, I like variety in like whatever I'm eating. Like I'm that girl at the restaurant who wants to split yeah. with everyone so that we get like 10 different like I would rather have like a few little bites of so many things yeah. than like a huge plate of <laughs> okay. like I get bored Julia literally the other day I had Melissa on and we I hope it was part of the recorded part because we also was it the McDonald's one no we were just talking about how like we used to go to Cheesecake Factory and just get like five different appetizers. Like there would be five of us and we would each get an appetizer and like share them. And then we would each get a slice of like cheesecake. But we would also obviously eat the bread at the beginning. So like our whole meal was just like bread, fried appetizers, <laughs> and then a slice of cheesecake. And we would we, all get like oh. fucking that was like the peak of you guys. Wait, were you a Diet Coke girl or was that just no. Melissa and Kate? And like I think Justin too. I think Justin liked Diet Coke yeah. too. I was never a Me Coke. neither. A but person. remember like our table would be like everyone would get a water 
And then everyone would get, like, either a Diet Coke or, like, an iced tea. Sometimes I would get a root beer because I freaking love root beer. (laughs) We used to eat, thinking back to what we ate in high school, shocks me. It's shocking, but also kind of crazy that show choir was a really good way to exercise. Yeah, I mean... We were all like 80 pounds and eating nothing but like Jamba Juice Chinese food. Okay, I like, knew you were going to bring green. up the Jamba Juice Chinese oh. food. Can you please okay. tell the story of this competition? Well, also explain like course. kind of the culture of show choir competitions because it's like a whole world. Okay, so like, well, I don't know so where to begin. So, like, for those of you who don't know, which I feel like a lot of you might know, (laughs) but um, show choir is, like, so nuts, but so fun. Like, we all complained about what went down, but, it, like, looking back, it was freaking fun. Mm -hmm. But basically, you have to, like, put together a 20-minute, like, chaotic performance (laughs) that you have about a half hour to get all of your crap on the stage, set it up, do your performance, get off the stage. And for those 20 minutes that you're performing, it is just like, I mean, I've never done cocaine, but I would imagine it feels similar to that performing a show car set because it's just like nonstop and it's moving and you're changing costumes and everything is like, there's all these sets going on and all this crazy stuff. And like the, energy i mean we all like now that i'm like in like gym mode like thinking about if we were on like treadmills and it was tracking like our um energy expenditure i bet it would say like 1200 calories burned from this performance like we were just non and you're singing so like Mm -hmm. not only do you have to be moving constantly oh and then like in the middle of it you got to stop and like just sing and that was the hardest because i was like (laughs) like jittery and like we're going sharp all over the place and they're like why is it sharp and it's like because i don't know but like we were just insane i mean nuts and like i think a lot of show choirs are probably nuts but like we were to the next level other show or other yeah other show choirs like other schools knew us as like on crack like they what school was it they made some kind of video where they were like making fun of all the other show choirs and they like said that we like like pizzazz was like that yeah what was that like whole juice juice. drinking some juice and gaining our energy but like man it was so fun like yeah. it was insane but it was so we had so much fun but anyway um also like side note I was um talking with another like with another music teacher and he was telling me about the one time one of his students like passed out and I was like oh honey <laughs> when I was in high school every show just like so many kids people just, were like, off in the wings vomiting yeah <laughs> And we'd be like, get them off, get them off. Our I'm surprised up. more of us didn't like piss ourselves. 
<laughs> I probably did. I mean, let's be honest. Um, but anyway, it was so fun. Um, and so I forgot. Was... Well, so like that's uh, the energy going into it. Yes. So obviously we would be eating like fucking oh, yes. maniacs before. Yeah, so we would basically get like a whole day off of school to go to these competitions <laughs> and we'd roll up to like wherever it was like Azusa or somewhere <laughs> random at like, you know, two in the afternoon and we'd have to like do a bunch of stuff, but then there'd be like a time to go to dinner and we'd all be like, oh my God, like we need so much food. So we'd like go to Jamba Juice to get our drink. <laughs> Like, a juice that is probably meant to be, like, a meal replacement, we would yeah. get as our beverage. Like, the the pink star, the starburst thing. Oh, my God. All the fucking hidden... The, like, white gummy bear. All those, yeah. like, hidden flavors. The secret menu yeah. that, like, we were so cool because we knew about it. We'd order, like, pink star as our drink. Walk on over to, like, the hole-in-the-wall Chinese restaurant. And everyone would order, like, a ginormous plate of, like, nothing, like, mixed veggies, <laughs> nothing like that. <laughs> like, orange chicken, fried rice. Chow like, mein. Egg wontons, rolls. Chow mein, egg rolls. And everyone's plate is, like, overflowing. Well, yeah, because we always so went much. to, yeah, like, those places that they give a lot of food. Yeah. And it's, and, like, cheap. Like, so, so we're all, like, sitting there drinking our jamba, eating our Chinese. <laughs> And then we like go 20 get minutes ice- before a performance, by the way. And then we go get ice cream for dessert. And then like we would go get into our costumes and like then we would sit around <laughs> for like an hour and let this all just kind of like Oh yeah. If we up. weren't like first up, we would have to sit like watching other performances uh-huh. while we're digesting it. I think that's well, better then, though than when yes. we like immediately had to perform. So then it's like one in the morning and it's like, okay, time to go on stage. And so we're all just like, like feeling so sick. Not one in the morning. I feel like we sometimes perform like really late and we would just all be so sick. We'd be like, I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't I feel well? Okay. One time Kate and I, we had to stop somewhere. We stopped at like a sizzler, I think. Oh, classic. Which was probably the worst of like competition food that I've ever eaten. And Kate and I were like, should we like split a chicken Alfredo? Kate ate chicken? I Maybe we got it without the chicken. Or maybe she wasn't a vegetarian yet. This was like our freshman year. Uh-huh. And we, we both, I've never, I don't think I've been that stomach sick in like, we both were just laying on the bus, like. <laughs> in our dresses just like <laughs> dresses are everywhere petticoats and just flying petticoats flying and kate and i were like we feel so bad <laughs> so i don't think i've had chicken alfredo since i gotta be honest. no way yeah i mean it's memory. not my favorite it's kind of like taking all of the blandest italian foods and putting it together it's probably not even italian <laughs> like it's like <laughs> it's probably like literally created by sizzler like <laughs> sizzler really is the <laughs> recipe holder for the first <laughs> fettuccine alfredo i would love if that was the real let's spread that rumor okay. <laughs> oh my god well i guess that's a good kind of transition into these the history because like the opposite of rumors is what thrillist is writing i think is that yes. well known? Is Thrillist a really great source for the history of an ice cream company? Mm, possibly. 
But I really, and I haven't read this because I love to like react live on the pod is what I've learned. (laughs) So I don't know. I only know, you know, bits and pieces of what I've heard just in the zeitgeist and the Ben and Jerry's cinematic universe that is like popularly known. But let's dive in. Everyone grab your spoons. (laughs) And let's scoop some history right now. (laughs) (laughs) So this article is on Thrillist.com, written by Caitlin Hitt, published on August 12th, 2020 at 6.31 p.m. Perfect time for ice cream if you had a slightly early dinner. Oh, yeah. I'd say. And, um... <clears throat> Again, this article is called The Ice Cream and Activism Film. Fil- Why do I keep wanting to say filmed? Filled History of Ben and Jerry's. There should be a movie, though. I'd watch a Ben yes, and Jerry's movie. Yes, there definitely should like, be. Like, who is Ben and who is Jerry, you know? So let's get into yeah, it. Yeah, who knows? Let's find out. <laughs> ben and Jerry's. The Vermont-based ice cream maker has been in the game for a long time, and it's managed to find a way to do more than just supply us with delicious pints for midnight binge eating. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Reading us. Reading us to filth. Ben and Jerry's has become a voice for the people, whether that's about the people behind the company want to see it in their ice cream or systemic change. Mm. How does an ice cream company go from a small outfit to a major supplier? It all started in 1978 when Ben Cohen and Jerry Greenfield, who met in seventh grade gym class on Long Island. Wow, bringing it full circle to, like, the gym. <laughs> Ooh, I love that it started there. Love love it. Friends forever. Opened their first ever ice cream parlor. So that was in 1978. Wow. They set up shop in a renovated gas station in Burlington with a $12,000 investment. That's small potatoes in the business world. Initially, Cohen and Greenfield set sights on bringing Long Island's famous, for good reason, bagels to the Northeast. But bagel making equipment isn't cheap. It's probably for the best. New York bagel stores are a dime a dozen, but really good ice cream is hard to find. How they made the jump from bagels to ice cream, we may never know, but we're eternally grateful. Ben and Jerry's is a fast favorite among Vermonters and word travels far and wide. After five years of astounding success, Cohen and Greenfield decided it was time to expand. In 1983, they opened more scoop shops and the buck doesn't stop there. They also landed a deal to start selling pints of Ben and Jerry's in retail stores throughout the Northeast, meaning no more loading up the car and driving for hours to satisfy your ice cream ice cream cravings naturally cohen and greenfield put a lot of thought into their pints they couldn't just put any old ice cream on store shelves and expect it to thrive have you been down an ice cream aisle this century it's a minefield of choices (laughs) this is such a cute article it is cute there's one problem though and it eventually becomes ben and jerry's signature cohen has a serious case of a condition called anosmia meaning he can't smell or taste what so Uh, he's just like the brand and like vision guy if he can't do any of the tasting okay so we're gonna keep going oh my gosh okay this okay 
For one, that means he's never fully tasted any of the delicious flavors Ben and Jerry's scoops up at their shops, a tragedy by any other name. What's more, it means he has to get really creative when combining flavors. Cohen relies on mouthfeel when mixing up his diet and applies this same principle to Ben and Jerry's pints and in-shop flavors. Enter Ben and Jerry's signature chunks. Thank you, Cohen. Yes. And thank you, Anosmia. So what we were talking about earlier, the texture, the the chunkiness, the chewiness, the difference in flavors and textures is all because... He can't taste. He can't taste. So he has to rely on the feel. That's so cool. That's incredible. Wow. Ben and Jerry's first flavor to hit store shelves was chocolate chip cookie dough. This flavor is a classic and has been done by just about every ice cream brand out there. But Ben and Jerry's does it and all its flavors its own way. And it pays off. Ben and Jerry's becomes a hit in Vermont and beyond. Its competitors start taking notice. Hagen dazs for example, fired shots in Boston, telling local retailers that if they want to continue selling their brand, Ben and Jerry's must go. No way. That's so dramatic. You may think Ben and Jerry's would back down, but much like Mark Wahlberg in Patriot's Day, okay, if this person's randomly a Mark Wahlberg fan, the company decides to fight back. It launches a campaign against Hagen dazs parent company, urging fans of their ice cream to call Pillsbury and ask, what's the doughboy afraid of? <laughs> this has to be what? a movie. This has to be a movie. So Both- much drama between these ice cream so companies. So much drama. It's like a mafia. Folks, we kid you not, this campaign works. Hagen dazs backs down and the two ice cream brands continue to appear on store shelves in harmony while Ben & Jerry's continues to grow as a company. Do you know what's so funny though? Earlier when I was talking about those like little tiny, tiny little cartons of Ben & Jerry's, the other company that does those a lot, Hagen dazs Yes. So I wonder so who started that first. I bet it was Ben & Jerry's. Hagenaz is like nowhere near as like interesting as Ben and Jerry's. I feel like Hagenaz is known to be like good quality, but yeah, not interesting. No, it's just, just like very simple vanilla. flavors that I think they probably do really well. But it's like it's not. It's uh, Ben and Jerry's and Hagenaz are not the same. No, like so. Anyway, you can continue reading it, but like. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's weird that they had such a rivalry. I don't equate them really. Yeah, same. I mean, I think Hagen dazs was really trying, and then <laughs> Ben and Jerry's was like, "Lol, no." <laughs> <laughs> in 1986, they hit the road in their cowmobile to hand out free cones across the country and spread the word about their brand. Everything's fine and great until Ben and Jerry started heading. Ben and Jerry, I don't think they're supposed to be. An apostrophe, yes. Ben and Jerry start heading for home and the cowmobile goes up in flames. Cohen joked that it looked, quote, like the world's largest baked Alaska, <laughs> which is quite wow. an image and definitely a bummer, but the trip was worth it. In 1987, following Ben and Jerry's maiden voyage across country cross-country and the release of its Cherry Garcia flavor, named for the Grateful Dead's frontman. The company is officially playing with the big dogs in the ice cream game. No, seriously. By that point, Ben and Jerry's is a $30 million business and its ice cream is sold in 35 states. 
Imagine how many cones you could buy with $30 million. While some rich business owners may have run off with their millions and forgotten the little people, Ben and Jerry's decides to give back. In 1988, the company starts a nonprofit organization with the aim of redirecting 1% of the national defense budget toward peace-promoting activities instead. Groovy, baby. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to be friends with whoever wrote this. (laughs) That's just the start of Ben and Jerry's foray into activism. In 2005, the company constructed a 900-pound baked Alaska, passing out slices on the U.S. Capitol's lawn in protest of oil drilling in the Arctic. So they brought it full circle to their flaming cowmobile and also were doing good. Like, wow. In 2009, the company changes the name of its Chubby Hubby flavor to Hubby Hubby after Vermont becomes the fifth state to legalize same-sex marriage. In 2016, B&J hit the U.S. Capitol again to hand out pints of empowerment ice cream to members of Congress along with a letter asking that they start working to reverse the Supreme Court's 2013 gutting of the Voting Rights Act. Later that same year, Cohen and Greenfield are arrested at the Democracy Awakening protests. Whoa. Yeah, I knew they were arrested. I didn't know that. Yeah. The latter proves to people that the Ben and Jerry's founders aren't playing around and are so much more than catchy ice cream titles. As of 2020, the company is ahead of the curve in corporate social responsibility. It recently released a statement about white supremacy and police brutality, so people can continue to tell Ben and Jerry's to stick to ice cream, but don't hold your breath. It's hard to believe this little company started in an old gas station in Vermont grew into what Ben and Jerry's is today. The company hasn't run out of flavor combos in the 42 years it's been singing scoops, and we can't wait to see what it serves up next. Okay, so like, I've been to the first ben and jerry shop but now it's like the first one it doesn't exist anymore i think but now they moved it like up the street in burlington uh-huh. and when i lived in boston my parents like flew out for you were there for my recital uh-huh. and took a little road trip of new england after which yeah. first of all like if anyone gets a chance to do a road trip <laughs> new england in like the early summer is so spectacular but anyway we went to burlington and burlington is the cutest little college town and it has a beautiful little lake and we had this like incredible sunset that night that we were there and we went to the ben and jerry shop and it's like i think they have all the flavors there that like they currently have and yeah it's in this really cute part of downtown and yeah so i got my half baked and it's really cute. Burlington is so you can see why like Ben and Jerry would be attracted to that town. Yeah. You know? Oh, okay. That needs to be like a life goal of mine to go and get Ben and Jerry's ice cream there. Yeah. And there's a factory near Burlington, but we didn't we were you know, we didn't have that much time. Do they do but... factory tours? Yeah. Oh my god. I need to do that. That would be so fun. So, like, side note, the entire time I was in Vermont, this doesn't really have to do with ice cream, but my mom really wanted to, like, go to maple tapping. Uh-huh. So she kept asking people, like, where can we go to, like, see them tap the maple? And they were all like, uh, I don't Like, they're all college kids. They yeah. were like, uh, I don't know. And she's like, I just want to see them tap them. And apparently it was, like, the wrong time of year. But my mom, oh. bless her soul, everyone we ran into was like, do you know where these kids 
tap, go see them tap the maple. <laughs> it just like didn't happen. It's like the one thing she wanted to do. Oh, I wonder if Ben and Jerry's has a flavor that has like maple in it. No, I hope so. I'm sure they do. Probably. I mean, well, do you want to learn more about half baked? Because I also have these eight fun facts you didn't yes, know. Yes, let's do it. Okay. So number one. It's chocolate fudge brownie plus chocolate chip. We, wait, this isn't a fun. We know this. Chocolate fudge brownie plus chocolate chip cookie dough equals half-baked. Okay, we already Duh. know that. It says, made up of two popular flavors swirled together. The result is a flavor that takes ice cream euphoria to a whole new level. Thank you, uh, benandjerrys.com. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on to number two. A two-twisted alumnus. Every now and then, we like to swirl two of our flavors together in the same pint and give it a new name. We call these two twisted flavors. Half-baked is one of only two two twisted flavors that have survived the test of time. The other is everything but the, which is a combination of peanut butter cup, New York super fudge chunk, and Heath bar crunch. More of a three twisted, but you get the idea. Huh. I didn't know That's that. That's cool. Number three, it's our number one flavor for the past two years. Wait, but when was this? Yeah, okay, that was in 2015. But I'm sure now. I feel like it's the number one flavor for I'll all look it time. Up. We told you half baked was popular, so popular that it has been our number one selling flavor in the U.S. for the past two years, and hovered close to the top of the list for years before that. Tell me when you find it. I'm gonna keep going. Okay. Number yeah. four, it's available in Froyo. Looking for a lighter version of your favorite flavor? Look for the green Froyo pint containers and you'll find your old friend half-baked. With the same euphoric chunks and flavors, it's a frosty treat that we can that we say can even pass as a breakfast food as long as mom's not looking. That's so funny. Number five, there's a peanut butter version. Last year, so that was in 2014, we released a limited batch peanut butter half-baked with peanut butter ice cream in place of the vanilla ice cream and peanut butter cookie dough instead of chocolate chip cookie dough. For peanut butter oh, lovers, it's a swirl my. of ice cream euphoria not to be matched. Oh, yeah, that sounds my. so good. I oh, my God. Cold Stone Creamery. <gasps> Cold Stone Creamery. Throwback. Peanut butter cup explosion or whatever it's called. <laughs> that sounds like that. Yeah. And that was my jam. Mm. Oh. Oh my god, jam, peanut butter, jelly. <laughs> ah, honey. <laughs> okay, number six. It has its own commercial. What? Released in 2006, the 15-second claymation commercial for Half-Baked features Clay, Ben, and Jerry bantering, as they often do, about how to change the world for the better. How cute. cute. Of course they would do claymation. I feel like that's very on brand. For sure. <laughs> Number seven, it's an international star. You didn't think all half-baked lovers were in the U.S., did you? Nah, we like to spread the love and the cookie dough and have brought half-baked to 14 countries around the world from Singapore to Sweden to Canada. Number eight, the name is more literal than you think. Half-baked got its name from the fact that the cookie dough in it is unbaked, hence dough, but the fudge brownies are baked. Oh, I thought it was fudge brownie batter, too. It's no, literally half-baked. I thought the dough, I mean, the brownies must be, like, very mushy brownies. Yeah. I thought the brownies were half-baked, but I guess it's, okay. That, I thought wow. literally both the cookies and... All right, I'm never having it again. <laughs> uh, now you can confidently correct your friends who are convinced it was a reference to a certain movie of the same name. <laughs> 
What's your favorite thing about half-baked? Is it the fudge brownie chunk? Is it chocolate chip cookie dough? Let us know in the comments below. Who comments um, on these things? Um, literally... First time trying it. It's a Facebook comments plugin and only three people have. Should I read them? Yes. Okay, one was from six weeks ago. Jessica Rodriguez said, first time trying it and it rocked my world with the shocked emoji face and a licking emoji. I'm hooked. (laughs) Um, I don't know how to pronounce this person's name. Is it Michael or Michelle? M-I-C-H-E-L. Michelle Fonko. He's a guy. Let's call him Michelle. Okay. Michelle Franco said, my favorite, but I can't find it in Brazil. Sad crying emoji. So sad. Come to Brazil, half-baked. You know how, like, people, fans from Brazil always say come to Brazil to, like, pop stars and stuff? (laughs) They're saying it to Ben and Jerry's. Yes, they are. And that was posted 23 weeks ago. And then two years ago, Emma Smith said, half-baked rocks my socks. (laughs) I'm gonna like I just commented love this ice cream so now I'm officially on their website yeah I did it on the half-baked fun facts Uh page wait I have to see what you wrote I for sure did it I don't know if my comments are still there yep it's there okay it's loading I'm so excited it doesn't pop up on my Facebook now there's like a weird person that comments on ice cream oh my god Julia Dwyer love this ice cream (laughs) I'm gonna like it and reply yay <laughs> so excited to wow. talk about it on the on my podcast time next time podcast. <laughs> oh my god parentheses available on spotify apple podcasts oh my god what if jessica and michelle YouTube. and Melissa? i hope they do I'm replying. Boom. <laughs> Snackers, if you are near something or like you're not driving and you're listening to this and you can like go to the Ben and Jerry, it's called, it's benjerry.com and then go to their eight fun facts you didn't know about Half Baked, which was published in August 6, 2015. Go down, find Julia's comment, like that, and then like my comment or my reply to Julia's comment and we can have some fun. Heck yes. Oh my god. Okay, well, do you have anything else to say about Ben and Jerry's, half-baked, ice cream in general, anything before we go today? What's, like, your favorite flavor? We don't really talk about that. It's my favorite Ben and Jerry's. No, like, just in general. It's hard because it's such, like, a depends-on-my-mood kind of thing, but a flavor that I like to try... Like, when I try a new ice cream shop, I think, for me, a determining factor, if it's, like, a good ice cream shop, is their strawberry. Because if the strawberry tastes like fresh strawberries, it is unlike anything else. Like, it feels special. But if it's not that great, it, I think it's still, like, a good flavor because just a strawberry, generic strawberry flavor, I think, just tastes good anyway. But I love to find the places that have, like, really fresh strawberry. I bet Ben & Jerry's has really good strawberry. Or I think it's strawberry cheesecake. 
Oh, of course it has to be like special. Oh, so freaking oh, yum! Good. Now I really want ice cream. Well, it's oh, noon now here, so I was looking, and it half baked was the top selling ice cream of twenty nineteen, eighteen, seventeen, sixteen, fifteen, and fourteen. Wow. I mean, they're probably still gathering data for 2020, but it's probably still, especially last year. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Like, I'm sure their sales went through the roof. For sure. I mean, like, what else have we been doing except eating ice cream, you know? (laughs) That's the only thing there is to do. Well, as you said earlier, you're doing it five days a week at least. Oh, for sure. I mean, my acne is probably, like, horrible, but, (laughs) you know, it's it's worth it. Worth it's every worth zit. <laughs> every zit is a memory of every delicious zit. ice cream. As I like put on my different gel at night, I'm <laughs> like, oh, this is from yesterday's ice cream. <laughs> that just got really personal. <laughs> wow, we're really getting this. We're getting the scoop here at Snack Time. Oh, <laughs> stop. Well, Julia, thank you so much for taking time out of your ice cream filled life to talk about ice cream here at Snack Time. It's always so fun to have you here. Um, is there anything you'd like to plug? Tell the snackers. Oh, yeah. So I need to like advert, I almost said add this. I need to advertise this on my Instagram, but um, I I teach private voice and piano and I'm, I'm, I haven't really started my virtual studio because I've been teaching virtually and I'm, I'm kind of over that. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm going to be starting to teach kids in person, I want to do more virtual teaching. Um, And so I'm going to yeah, so if you or anyone you know is interested in voice or piano lessons virtually, um, yeah, you can find me on Instagram. My Instagram is Julia underscore Dwyer. It is private, but I pretty much let anyone follow me. I just don't want my students to follow me. <laughs> yeah, understandable. Yeah. Well, thank you again so much for being here, Snackers. Check her out if you're looking for voice or piano lessons. And I hope you all have something delicious to eat today. And if you can get your hands on some half-baked Ben and Jerry's ice cream, 10 do out of 10. Recommend. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Well, again, Julia, thank you so much for being here. Snackers, thank you for listening. And I'll see you next time at snack time. Bye. Bye. Bye.